Let's all do levels. Let's go. I mean, let's I'm let's fine. harmonize. Clap. The clapping doesn't do anything. Come on, Nate. Where are you at? Oh shit! We should start a band, an international band. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. On today's episode, we're discussing the latest issue, issue 138, which came out on July 19th, 2017. We also have a couple news items to talk about, some great listener letters, and then stick around for this month's fan spotlight segment featuring Ben and Nate from the Nerds Chatting Podcast. My name is Ryan, and joining me today is TJ. It's TJ. And that's it. It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fucking it is. No Bill today. He's in Florida with his fa- family, uh, but he will be giving his thoughts on this issue in two weeks when we release our next ep- uh, podcast, which I'm titling The End is Near. It's going to be our uh, uh, the first time the new readers, Liz and Brittany, join the three of us guys to not only discuss the first half of The End of All Things, but this also marks the completion of the new reader journey. Uh We've already gotten a couple emails for that episode with questions for the girls, but if you haven't sent one in, we'd love to hear from you. Also on that episode, we're going to be talking a lot about Nolan, uh, which kind of makes sense. Uh, and so we'd love to hear some of your favorite you know, Nolan moments and memories from throughout the entire series. So, uh, TJ, where can they uh, find us? They can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on iTunes, an email, YouTube. What's that? What's our email, email address? <laughs> they can want find to email us, us many a places, many a places. You could also find us and message us on Facebook and at our email at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail Yes, that's right. There it is. There it is. So uh, there it is. <laughs> we uh, we're gonna start off this episode with a little bit of news. It's currently San Diego Comic-Con. So far, nothing to announce, uh, but keep an eye on social media for that. Which is dumb, because Kirkman has already done his... He's he's he's, done a couple things. He's kind of done his panel. It's kind of going on like right now. I don't know. But like right at this time last year of San Diego, when he did his first panel, he made the, oh, maybe he'll make an appearance in, in... other media oh and yeah, we, like, yeah freaked that out one. about it yeah that's right man a year ago nothing yet that's no right. casting that's right a year ago we were talking about how oh he said he might appear in other media yeah right. and it's, we've got and an a official. month later yeah but we know <laughs> we know from the seth, seth rogan we know from the seth rogan ama that he's he's got to still be writing it so they're not going to announce casting for a while so yeah uh otherwise you know obviously kirkman's there Ryan Otley's there. Go check out Ryan Otley. Yeah, um, no one really knows that Ryan Otley is there, though. Apparently, like he's he, not on the list, and he's not even with the other yeah, artists. Yeah, he tweeted out about that, like <laughs> saying that. Yeah, because he's at the he's at one of the other booths. Yeah, and he's like in a corner, like a dark corner. <laughs> so if you're there, go give Ryan Otley a hug. Go search him down. Uh, uh, but if you're listening to this, I'm sure you know where he is. Yeah. So the Skybound minis are also on sale at the Skybound booth. Those are the figures that we've talked about in the past. The like little, you know, 
they used to come in the mystery packs. They're still a mystery pack, but now they're colored. And I actually got to see what they actually look like now in a little video Skybound put out today. And they look really good. Like the colored versions, like all we've yeah. seen previously, are just the drawings basically. But the finished one, uh, figures actually look really cool. A little bummed that they're in blind boxes because I want all the invincible ones. Uh, but I'm definitely going to be keep grabbing a couple of them. But I feel like the other ones are cool too. Like, oh, no. I like you know the, I, I mean? love the solid colored ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you mean the other figures? Yeah, I'm talking oh, yeah. all the uh, non um, invincible related ones. Yeah, the Negan is neat. There's yeah. a couple cool Walking Dead ones. Um, and you've, you're watching Outcast, right? Or you did watch Outcast? Yeah. You know what? Huh. I want to talk about something. Can okay. we talk about something? Go for it. I need to to reach out right now to our our uh, Invincible podcast. Our, excuse me, nay, <laughs> Robert Kirkman fans out there uh-huh. that also watch the Outcast show. It took me a while to get into it, but I loved the first season mm-hmm. and have been waiting for the second season. I look up on the internet when the second season is coming out. The only articles that I can find on the whole World Wide Web <laughs> are is the fact that it the second season is coming out in April of 2017 in the UK. There's oh, nothing. Really? It's been out. It's done. It, the second season. Can is you done. buy it on iTunes? I don't. No, I can't. I can't buy it. Even on if I, you, you have you tried. You should try switching your to iTunes the UK. to the UK version. I haven't tried that. Yeah. But wow, I didn't listen, know that. Listen, I challenge anybody, hit hit us up on our Facebook, email us, you know, if you can find an article that says when the second season is coming out in um the in US. the US. Like even if it got canceled in the US, you would think there would be a fucking article out there somewhere yeah. saying that, you know what I mean? I cannot find any information about it being released in in the US. That's bizarre. Yeah. It's really weird. Huh. And it's it was Cinemax, right? Cinemax, yeah, and I have Cinemax. Did it it stay with Cinemax, or did another like UK mm, company pick it up? I don't know. I imagine. I think it's still Cinemax. Again, you would think there would be an article. There's nothing. Like maybe I'm just typing in the wrong stuff. Interesting. That's why I'm reaching out. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's people out there that have better search search skills than I do. Hmm. I should reach out to uh, uh, nudes chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, probably. <laughs> Are all caught Benedict. up on, on Outcast. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, some video games to talk about real quick. Uh, we got an email from Mike Barrett. It's hot in here. Oh, yeah. If anybody is from an uh, uh, old-time Invincible podcast listener, you know the summer in this room. Whew. It's a scorcher. It's kind of hot in these rhinos. All right, so... Mike Barrett emailed us after the last episode where we talked about video games, and he says, Hey, gents, great podcast about 137. I particularly enjoyed the chat all about the potential for a video game based on the Invincible comic. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat and action-adventure games like Spider-Man, and I hope they give us something great along those lines. Loved all your ideas, but why all the hate for the Telltale game series? I haven't played them all, but I think they have their place in the Walking Dead fandom and could work well for Invincible, no? On that note, I wanted to tell you guys... Uh, I wanted to sell you guys on a Telltale game idea you might like. Invincible Tara Grayson, a Telltale game series. Yes, that's all right. A Telltale game all about the newest and cutest member of the Grayson family, Tara. Mike goes on to talk about how it would follow Tara throughout her life, even showing us moments from, you know, currently in the comics, in which we could play as um, Mark or Eve, uh, you know, having those moments where Tara gets to decide things, her being there for Oliver's death, and then it would actually take place after the comic ends. Again, this is assuming Tara survives and everything ends up in a place where it could continue on. 
and the series, uh, the Telltale series, could go on showing Tara's life as she grows up. Uh, thoughts? Love Mike. Uh, so, well, first off, uh, I did actually talk to Mike a little bit about this via Twitter. Um, I don't hate Telltale. I think that, um, and we talked a little bit about this last last time. I think that they their games are just janky, and um, I've played I think every single one. I still need to play Tales from the Borderlands, which I have downloaded. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, but I just I just want their their system to run better. I mean, the game is just such a mess most of the time. For me, it's more it's like let's take back Batman for example. There was a Batman Telltale, and yeah. I liked it a lot. And then there's Arkham, and that's the difference between watching Batman and being Batman. I want yeah. something where I can control Invincible, control, control the characters. But, yeah, but you know like we mean? talked about last episode. It's impossible. It's, yeah, that's so but hard that's to do. But that's what I want. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think Telltale But that's would, why we talk yeah, about Telltale think, being just, it's Telltale. It's good, but it's it's a story. It's not necessarily a game But I have no problem with that. I think like that would that. work perfect yeah. for Invincible. You know, like you can't, you know, you'd want oh, to be I, able to fly. I agree, it'll be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I just want, I just want telltale games to run a little bit smoother and to be a little bit less janky i mean batman was awesome it was a very good game um story-wise i think it ran poorly and anytime a fight scene would would come up it would just chug Mm -hmm. um speaking of though telltale just announced that they are doing a second season of batman did you see that no i didn't see that yeah it was like announced like yesterday or today i think it was yesterday uh it's called enemy within and the first image they showed off wasn't it Release that they were going to do another one? Well, like? it was teased. Like, okay. they, yeah. yeah. The first image they showed off was Riddler, cool. which is awesome because I'm a big Actually, Riddler you know fan. what? I think I did see that now. Really? I think I, I like scrolled past an article yeah. and didn't they pay al- attention to they it. They also announced uh, they're finally doing The Wolf Among Us 2, which is off of the Fables comic, which I loved Wolf Among yeah. Us, the first one. I, was, I always pick up that comic. Oh, yeah? And then put it back down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, they also announced that the final season of The Walking Dead Telltale will be coming out, um, kind of wrapping up. That will be their fourth season. I haven't gotten around to play the third season yet because I want to play it on PS4 and I just haven't had the time. Uh, I do have a code for the PC version. It came with my Mega Box last month. So you know what? I'm going to give it away. If anybody wants The Walking Dead Season Pass, uh, this is Season 3, A New Frontier, here is your code to have it on PC. First one to yeah, type it yeah, into the PlayStation it. No, this is PC. Or PC. It's for Steam. Yep. Oh, so PC? Is... Who is out there playing PC a games? A lot of people play PC games. No, I don't Too many. Want... I don't like them. I don't uh, like them. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, We're Sony fanboys. Walking Dead, New Frontier. This is your Steam code. Y89JJ3ZEDTWDBB5. Go for it. Somebody wants Walking Dead on uh, Steam. Uh, I'll be playing it on PS4, especially knowing that the final season is coming out. I'd like to catch up on it. Are you pissed off because you waited to listen to the Invincible podcast and someone <laughs> and else already got it? Uh, well, if nobody fear gets it, not, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be giving mine away. Oh, you have one too. I That's do. Right. Oh, I got the Mega Box. I That's got right. the Mega Box. That's right. Uh, maybe next episode. So we will do it next episode. Yeah. So okay, we'll do another one next episode. So uh, keep nobody, an eye on us. If nobody claims uh, this, posting it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and claim it in like two weeks, and then it's mine. So first dibs gets it. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right, moving Someone on. Better take that shit. Uh, real quick though, uh, on the topic of video games, they announced you know Thief of Thieves, right? Yes, I know Thief of Thieves. Did you see that they announced a video game? 
Those motherfuckers. Yeah, and it actually looks pretty cool. No. Doesn't that suck? No. Come on. No, I will uh, not play that game <laughs> out of spite. Uh, it's made by Rival Games. It actually looks kind of cool. It's kind of like an isometric, not quite top-down, like like sneaking around stealth uh espionage kind of thing it looks pretty cool um but hey skybound making those games i mean it's gonna happen eventually so otherwise uh two quick things the wolfman hardcover was released on june 28th so since our last episode i believe and it looks awesome huge hardcover collecting the entire wolfman series and we're gonna be doing third volume not next episode so our next episode is going to be like we talked the about, it's things, going to be the, the, uh, uh, the begin- halfway yes. through the end of all th- halfway. The end is near. The end is near. That's yep. it. Yeah, yeah. And then after that will be a new issue. I think. Oh no! Actually, I think it is going to be the Wolfman Volume Three. Yeah, it'll either way, be, that's coming up. Two or three episodes from now, we're going to be doing uh, the third volume of Wolfman, mm-hmm. and uh, I, it, I can't fucking wait for that. It gets so good. It's it so, gets it already, so. It really it's so is. It's always good. good. It's always good. Yeah. But it just ramps up almost the same way Invincible just ramps up, and it gets better yeah. and better. So, uh, other than that, the cover for issue 141 was revealed, but we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. Yeah. So, let's get into this new issue discussion. We'll talk about it during the episode. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I need to bring it up as we, you know, to share my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Issue 138. And uh, quick shout out to Mark Morales. He came on as an inker. Uh, that's pretty great. And he brought something very different to Otley's artwork. It just feels different to me. Yeah. I think it looks I can't, cool. I can't even like put my finger on it. It I don't know, it looks like it pops differently. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm not I'm not well versed enough. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I don't uh, know if it's um you know, I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's it it's just different. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Starts off with uh, pretty much right where we ended. Uh, Eve's still in that window looking down at Mark. Uh, Alan rallies the troops and they all head out. Mark or Space Racer. Mar- yep. Given his, given his one line for the, for the mm-hmm. issue. Mark looks back at Eve and they have this moment. You know what I mean? Like they had that at the end of last issue. So it's like not only did we see that last issue, but we're seeing it again right here. And I think it's very important. Yep. In my opinion, it is the last peaceful look before things change. Obviously, things change by the end of this issue, and Mark is going to be a different person. Yeah. You know. This look made me nervous. I was nervous. I read this issue so (laughs) slow. So slow. Oh, man. There were so many points that I just wanted to stop. Yeah. But, yeah, I think think the next time Eve sees Mark, he's going to be a very different person. And we've talked for a long time about how you know, Mark might snap and what would cause Mark to snap. And if he does, you know, this might be, you know, a sign of, you know, hey, this is it. This is our last quiet moment before before that. So, yep. Uh, I loved Thrag throwing these Ragnars around. Yeah. Like, like the sticky hands you would get out of a quarter vending machine. Yeah. You know, you'd stick it to your sister's face, you know, just kind of whip them around. It kind of looks like Thor's hammer. Uh, and him just like whipping them and throwing them at Viltrumites. I thought that was really Swinging cool. Swinging them around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Craig almost gets eaten. And he just like, yeah, he, he whips them and then pulls them back and then throws them again. Yeah. Uh, I liked Thula using the knife 
that's you know attached to her ponytail to cut one and then set it loose now here's the thing i mean it's you know she sets it loose and sticks it on the elite guard viltramites which means like these ragnars are now free roaming as soon as thrag loses control of them they uh they're pretty much they're attacking everybody so they're kind of a loose cannon now which is kind of i don't know i mean we got to see thrag teaching the viltramites how to fight them remember that one yeah i forgot which issue was it was like geez it was like the third one in koi walker's arc i don't know like when it ends it ends with him saying you know i want you to go kill mark yeah um what did you think of this moment with like craig and um ursul i i mean i've past couple of issues since you know end of all things started I'm really starting to like Ursula more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since she started to kind of, we're seeing looks on her face where she's starting to rebel a little bit. Yeah, I'm starting to you, like her more and more. And it almost looks like she keeps doubting. You keep seeing yeah. this doubt wash over her. She's trying so hard to convince herself that you know she's, she's doing the right doing thing. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So anytime that she's she's she might be my favorite. You know, side character. Right right now right mm-hmm. now um like in this story arc yeah uh yeah it's cool to see her fighting mm-hmm. and mark and nolan alan they all show up space racer of course thrag at long last yeah and here they are i like how um from the get-go nolan doesn't let mark go after right. thrag thrag wants to take him on he tries to claim him and nolan says no thrag is mine mm-hmm tackles them yep so and this is the i believe the first and only breakaway from the fight scene we get this entire issue yep we get to see more rex not quite as much as i wanted to see after last issue giving us so much time on earth i was okay with this no it was still cool but it it, it further solidifies kind of what me and you were thinking yeah it does less less oh my gosh pizza (laughs) you owe me pizza not yet officially because but oh, damn no, it, you yeah, will. Yeah. I don't think it's official yet. I but think I think Bill knows that he's going to owe me some fucking yeah, pizza. Yeah. Were you under the impression after last issue that Rex only took the kids? Yes, I was. So was I. Yeah, I was surprised to see the family there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think that goes to show even more that he's being sincere. He's like, this is the only way to protect you. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. I remember, like, I didn't look it up. But didn't I remember had them like ripping the kids out of the parents' arms? Yes, and like the, the robots page. holding them behind Rex while Rex explained to the parents. You know what I mean? Um, Am I there wrong? There was two separate ones. There was one where Rex it, it showed the parents, and then the only time it showed the kids was when he had Marky, and um, it showed yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anissa's husband That's on the right. floor right. looking up. Yeah. So it. It was. I think that was actually well done. I think it right. made us look, made it look like he was k- taking Just the kids. The kids yeah. But that's awesome that he actually ended up taking everyone. Right. Um, awesome theory by Niall, who wrote in after that last issue and said, "I think Rex is going to take the children to the Flaxon dimension where he and Monster Girl went, uh, where time moved faster. Have the children grow up and use them for the war against the Viltrumites. He already has Earth on lock. What else does he need them for?" Also, if this is true, it backs up the theory about Marky. Immortal thinking Marky is Mark because they look alike. So So when I read that, it angered me 
<laughs> that, like, I didn't, I was not, like, that I didn't think of that. That's you know so I mean? like, good. No, I, holy I, shit. I hate that, that I did not think of that. You know what I mean? I, it's so good, I feel like it's, it's not going to be. Like, it, it, it's, it's too cool. But the cool. best ones never happen. Yeah, that's you know like, I mean? that's like, uh, you know, Joker in Suicide Squad not being Jason Todd. You right. know what I mean? It's too cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted that so bad. I know. That sucks. It should have been. That might have even saved the movie. Um, so, yeah, imagine imagine Rex taking the kids, and then that's why King Immortal confuses Mark for the emperor, like for the leader of the Viltrumites, because Marky looks so similar to Mark. That's, that's so cool. Um, yeah. But, no, I mean, he says that he's leaving them. I like how he tells Bulletproof to, you know, try and get somebody in here, preferably a female, to talk yeah, to them, to uh, reassure them. Yeah, can relate to her better. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Feel more then, comfortable and safe. Yep. And he, I like how his robot suit goes into his, like, bigger evil-looking robot suit. He's so Iron Man right now. He really is. He really, he is. really is. Like, too much. I mean, that's always how... It, I mean, it's gotten more, I know. But ever since he started growing up, even when he was, you know, a, a little kid, yeah. he would be inside the suit and it yeah. would form around him and everything like that. Right. Or the suit would form into a ball or something like that. Um, and then he uh, he tells Bulletproof uh, that he's pretty much joining the fight. What does he say? He says, there's a threat on its way to Earth. I need to I need help to me. to make sure it never reaches this planet. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Are we seeing him next that's, issue? That's awesome. Are that gets me. That's right. There is the reason why we don't see him for the rest of the, the issue. Yes, he's gonna show. He's gonna up make on, an appearance. He's gonna fucking drop bombs on some bitches. Oh man! And then you turn the page. Do you think it's next issue though? Rex shows up next issue. Yes, I do. Do you think yes, we see some of it, or do you think it's the end of the issue? I think we're gonna see. I don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be towards the end, but it's not gonna be like last page. Yeah. Um, Ooh. And I think that next issue we're going to see some of what's going on on Earth, like bulletproof with the kids, or like oh, the kids so. like yeah, trying to rebel, like we talking to a woman. Issue. A woman. You're right. We didn't. And she, the last time we saw her, she was flying off the roof. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't need her. Yeah, I, I just now realized. Yeah. It. There's so much. Like so Bill, much going Bill's on. such a huge fan of, of Tara, and I love little kids. Oh, like yeah. I, I love Tara too, but. I don't think. I'm, no, I'm I don't okay think it was needed. I'm this okay issue. with the break. Yeah. yeah. This nothing in this issue should have nothing cute should have been about this issue. You oh know no, I, mean? I know you're right. There's, you're right. Like you yeah. cannot have a cute moment in this issue. No, you're right. That if it would have slowed things down a little bit. This is such a beautiful splash. Right. Two in a row. Right. I can't wait to get to the next one. No, but I know. We'll talk about this, this one. This, this one is so <laughs> cool. I think you know what does it for me. This one, it's the sun. It's the fact that we have this... It's not just them... It's not a splash page of a lot of things happening in space. It's a lot of things happening, like, half in space and half over the sun. And that's so cool. When they said they were going to the sun, like, you know, we thought that they would just, you know, come around the sun. But they're still really close to it, so much that it's taking up so much of a panel. Um, Best thing on the... My favorite so thing on this page, page is uh, Space Racer right through somebody's head. Yep. Blasting somebody right through the head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of a humble guy, you know. But I just love saying how right I am all the time. I, I'm just, I'm right all the time. You know about what I mean? What? About what? Last issue, we talked about how you and Bill thought that there were 30 people. You guys, like, counted, wasn't it like 30 no, or like 18 like or something? Somebody said millions, there and were, we're like, oh, billions of, there's, not literally, but like, there's 
there's hundreds of them. You know what I mean? Oh no! We look at how many like can't, we were like, saying Bill there can't was count thirty them. All those ones in the back are are the the kids, the young right. Viltrumites. Right. We, we counted both though. I think it is a lot of Thrag's army versus like thirty Earth Viltrumites. That's what we were saying, and I don't think there's much more than thirty Earth Viltrumites because there's only a few on this page. Like I can only see like four or five. They look all no. Those are all the Thrag's kids. White. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Oh yeah. They, I, we're I green. agree that we're those green. Are, yeah. I agree that there's a ton yeah. of those. There's, but there's not a lot of the. the you thought that there were a ton of them. Yeah. Last the issue argument was that we didn't think there was a ton of Earth Viltrumites. Mm. And there's not. I thought we it talked about both. Like Could have sworn we talked about both. I think that was a couple episodes ago. No. When they were fighting on that one planet. I don't know. We're gonna look back. I'm gonna fucking look. It's on record. Anyways, uh, yeah, this flash page is incredible. I love it. It is really cool. Uh, then, do you want to talk about it? It's the best. It's, it's like so cool. it's the greatest thing to happen in <laughs> in this entire arc so far. Since the uh, it's like the first like legit callback. Like mm-hmm. the, the the one the the callback that like really made me like feel something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this. Yeah, God, it's so perfect. Yeah, so issue, so issue twenty nine. Twenty nine, uh, that's hardcover volume three. Um, Mark goes to the planet Thraxa. Thraxa. Which, yeah, and that's where you know that's where Nolan went after he left and you know killed the Guardians and fought Mark, and that's the planet that he you know, you know found a wife and Dressa. And, and birthed, and birthed Oliver. Oliver exactly. Fucking Grayson. And this is when legend. we find out that, like, who the Viltrumites really are. They show up to this planet and destroy the planet. They're looking for a fight. Yeah. Well, they're looking for Nolan because they found out that he left. Yeah. And Nolan calls to Mark. The reason why Mark went there was Nolan sent for him because he needed backup right. fighting Viltrumites. It was the first time Mark ever. This was the first like real fight with his dad. With his dad, yeah. This was the first, especially not only the first brutal fight, but the first like real father-son fight. And Mark got his ass kicked. Yeah. And it was such an iconic splash page back then. Having a callback to it in the last fight with Mark and Nolan yeah. is incredible. So I saw this. I feel like we have to talk about Nolan dying? No. The cover of 141. Because this entire issue, I was not scared for Nolan at all. Oh, yeah. This enti- And I wish I was. Yeah. I really wish that I was scared for him because I want to yeah, no. feel... So the cover for 141, 141 was released. I tweeted it out, and I even tweeted, well, there goes everybody's theories. Right. I said the and same it, thing. Yeah. And it was like, okay. And so I, I'm right there with you. Because Nolan is on I, the cover. He's crying. He's holding yep. Debbie. You know, yep. and uh, we know so, we know invincible covers. They don't really mean much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, Mike Barrett actually sent in another email, and one of the things he said was a question about 141, the October issue cover that was revealed a couple days ago. Nolan is on the cover, and yet he was clearly killed at the end of 138. Do you think this was misdirection, not a final art, and is it possible that Nolan was replaced by Mark on the final cover art? Or do you think this reference is a flashback sequence or something similar? Other crazy options, Nolan really isn't dead, and Nolan is now a ghost that will haunt Debbie for the rest of her life to attach to her hip for all eternity. What are your thoughts? So, I think 
Yes, I'm right there with you, TJ. I did not think Nolan was going down because he was clearly on the cover. And not only on the cover for, like, the next issue, but on the cover of three issues from now. I think this is 100% the same thing that happened with Oliver. This is Oliver was on the cover of 131 holding his kids. Now, Nolan's on the cover of 141 holding his wife or his wife's holding him. Yeah. I think it's just I don't like if if it is that type of thing I just kind of I don't really here's, like it because I want it because even though I could have predicted it like at this moment I if without uh, the cover of 141 releasing at this moment I'd have been sure. like fuck Nolan's gonna die but you know what I'm okay with that just because I predicted it doesn't mean, yeah. mean it's bad or anything like I I wanted to be scared for him. And I wasn't. I just wish I hadn't seen that cover. I don't really? know. Yeah. I want to be scared Because there were several times that they kept pulling away. Like, there were several times within this fight that he almost dies and then he doesn't. And right. then he almost dies and then he doesn't. Um, but but the whole time I'm thinking, well, I know he's not going to die. So. I actually I wasn't. wasn't. Even, I, w- I, because, I wish I... Because of yeah. Oliver. He was on the cover. Even after it ended, I'm like... Well, he's probably not dead. <laughs> so, you know what well, I mean? There, I mean, it's a, there's a chance. There are, yes, there but is a chance. But they made a point by saying, oh, you moved. Well, we'll get yes, there. Yes, no, no, We'll fucking get yes. there. Yes. Here's my thing. The last thing I want to say about the cover for 141. I think that regardless of what happens next issue, Nolan's body is going back to the ship. Yeah. I don't think Debbie is going to find out until 141. And that's why she's Maybe holding her husband picture, on the cover. Yeah, picture. No, I don't think it's a picture. I just right. think that it's no, yeah, it's I know like what you mean. the cover for one thirty three is but Oliver crying. holding. Yeah, he's the, crying. Yeah, Oliver is holding his kids on the cover of one thirty three. It's a it's a moment. It's symbolic of what he, it's his funeral. Yeah. Then one forty one is it the funeral? Is it the moment Debbie finds out she's gonna want to hold him again and she can't? Like that is I think just symbolic of that cover. Yeah. But. They know they have to review, show off these covers months before. Right. You know no, what I mean? No, I get it. So no, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it affected the way I read it too much, um, because yeah, anything can happen. Uh, all the small images. The only reason why I, I thought that though, just reiterating, is um, the fact that because we know that you know Walking Dead covers mean nothing and Invincible covers they mean nothing, yeah. but. The end of all things. We even talked about this, I think, on the last issue, um, new issue episode, is they've been holding true to whoever's on the cover has been in the comic. You even said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I thought, oh, he's definitely not going to die. But, so that, like, that's but like the cover that had Eve on it, like nothing crazy happened with her. I mean, no, right, she right. was in it just as much as But she was else. in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, which is also kind of cool about 141 having Tara on the cover, which yeah. is pretty cool. So... The other thing I want to th- point out about this amazing splash page is the positions were switched, which is so cool. Instead of Mark getting his ass kicked, Mark is kicking this other small Viltrumite's ass. Yeah, instead and of Nolan kicking ass, he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. that's such a cool twist. And not only that, but all the Every smaller pictures Every single picture are, is are, the same. Are swapped. So if... Not all a, of them. No. Not, not all of them are swapped. But they're all exactly the same. Oh, I know. But if, you know, Mark is punching the kid's face in the one, and the other one, it's Mark getting his nose punched in. You know, like, all of those are swapped to be one for one. They're not swapped. What do you mean? Yeah. Mark is in the position of the Viltrumite, and Nolan is in the position of, you know, Thrag. Like, it's switched. So. Hold on. Oh, maybe not. 
Yeah. No, you're Mark's, right. Mark's okay. getting punched both times. Um, kick there, him there. That's true. Him getting punched there, the other guy getting punched there. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So but it's it not still always makes, switched. Yeah. But it still makes sense, and it's it's just so cool. Yeah. Who's doing the headbutting? Like, Thrag headbutts Nolan on uh, the bottom right. And it's the it's backwards. It is the backwards in, yeah. that, in that case. See, I knew some of them were. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. I'm it's excited. So I'm excited to ask Otley about about doing this kind of stuff. It's so. Do you think that this is some like Kirkman writes the scripts? But I'm sure Otley has a lot of influence on. Do you think this is something that Otley like? Hey, I want to do some kind of a callback. I don't know. Maybe I'm I mean, sure look he. At, look at whether he did times, or not, I'm sure he fucking loved doing this. What like this is to me like I love anytime someone says, you know. Let me tell you the truth about where you really come from. And it's that one splash page panel. Right. It's the hands on the covers. Like these kind of throwbacks are part of the reason we love Invincible and it's just so fun to see. So amazing job. Love it. Uh, this next page showing uh, just pretty much where everybody is at. We see Anissa and uh, Ursul fighting, which is pretty cool. Uh, Alan just ripping people up. I love this little panel of Space Racer. Uh, because he's shooting a Viltrumite who, yeah. like, um, what's his name? Um, he was in the other one, too. Yeah. He was in 29. Yes, but that's what I was about to say. That's yeah. um, uh, Lucan. Lucan. Yeah. yeah. I, I still uh, say Lucian. Lucian. <laughs> yeah, Lucan was in 29, and the other uh, Viltrumite was actually in this issue, too. Um, but it's just cool seeing him in this, like, a page later, and he was in that fight. Yeah. Um, but I like seeing Space Racer shooting his head off, the, that Viltrumite's head off. And you a very, see it. like, Hawkeye moment. Yes, totally. Where he's not even looking where he's shooting. Oh, yeah, he's not. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, the army of young Viltrumites, too, it just, just to show that there's, there's just so many of them. And then Eve standing there on the ship, which I think is a very important scene to show. Yeah, because she feels useless. She feels helpless. But not only that, but that's reminding us that she is not near right. Nolan. Right. Nolan isn't coming back. Like, mm-hmm. she can't fix him. There's no saving her. Right. Um, or there's no saving him. She can't help out. Um, so that, like, we always talk about, like, oh, Eve can just zap, fix that. Oh, you're alive. Oh, you're alive. Not if she's not there. Right. So that was a very smart way to get Eve out of the fight and to take her powers out of the fight. Yeah. I love that. So she can't control the powers, though. She would have to die. Well, no, it's under extreme stress. Right. You know, the first time she does it to save her mom or to avenge her mom. But she I don't think that she can just she wasn't do dead. it whenever she wants. She wasn't even injured. You think that she would save Nolan if... In Invincible Presents, she's perfectly fine. Her mom was just killed in front of her, and she does it. You think that she would be able to save... In this case, I don't know if I'd say she was able to. Anybody by seeing, by seeing them die, that if she loves them, she can just bring them back? If it's if it's powerful enough, yes. Because that's it, it's literally in the comic. Otherwise, I'd say no. I don't know. I know. But that's when it comes down to Eve's powers, you know. Either way, I think it was smart to get her out of the fight for this reason alone. So... This oh man, this next page is so hard. It's this was probably so the hardest. Oddly, like, uh, look at this blood. It's so good. This was probably the hardest page to watch. Even more, even harder than the actual moment he kills him, because seeing, seeing Thrag punch through, Nolan's wrist, and his own blood splattering on his face, and then Nolan goes to punch Thrag, and Thrag just kind of moves his head a little to the mm-hmm. side, and it just. 
I mean, this is what those young Viltrumites looked like fighting all of them two issues ago. Yeah. Like, he's just falling apart against Thrag. This is, like, such a badass part of Thrag, where he's like, you know, Nolan's talking shit, you know, and he dodges a punch, and then he just takes a punch. Like, he, from Nolan, he, yeah. you know, he looks he just like he, he looks he's, like, like he, cute. He says cute. Mm-hmm. Like, and just takes the punch, and It looks Nolan's like he uses his head. Head just fuck, or hand just disintegrates oh it yeah because that's this was kind of the moment that i'm like oh no i mean one of one of uh nolan's eyes is bloodshot and i was actually really nervous for invincible a a lot of this comic i was thinking that he might die really yeah uh um this moment mark says dad and thrag says still no regrets as he's holding his hand to his head This was the that was so hard. This whole page, I, I really thought that was it. But seeing Mark just cut in to save him, right? That was the, like you were saying. Oh, maybe he wasn't gonna die. This was the pause that I had. This was that moment. This made me even more scared for yeah. Invincible. I really? thought it was gonna be like, like I wasn't. I was a little scared for Invincible here or for Nolan here. Like I thought maybe something would happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was gonna die though. And then when Invincible tackled Thrag, I was like, oh, shit. Like, Nolan needs to get his son the fuck out of there or do something. You know what I mean? Because if Nolan can't stand up to him, I don't know if Invincible can. Yeah. Yep. Thrag just throws him. He just tosses him aside and goes back to Nolan to finish him off. Yeah. Mark gets overwhelmed by more Viltrumites. And I love how as Thrag is coming at Nolan, Nolan headbutts him and smashes his nose in. Yeah. Just kind of like a final, like he got his he got his final hit in. Even though he doesn't have hands, one arm is broken, one hand is smashed. He uses his head in a famous headbutt. Mm-hmm. We've got famous headbutt, no famous invincible or Viltrumite headbutts, and Viltrumite, you know, fist through the guts. And then uh, Nolan or Thrag does it. He puts his arm through Nolan's chest. Now in this moment. I w- we I came back to all of our previous conversations that we've had on this podcast. Yes, yeah, where we talk about like issue seventy six during the Viltrumite War. Thrag does this to Nolan, and he puts his arm through him, and right. then he leaves. It's him. happened a couple times throughout the series. Yeah, we but, talked about it with Oliver. Yeah, and he leaves him floating in space. And I went back and looked at that issue uh, earlier today to kind of see, you know, what happens in it. And it's very, very clear that it's his abdomen. It's his guts. Like, it's his it's his lower, you know, belly right. in issue 76. And you even see guts floating around the wound a little bit. And then he's out in space and he's drifting there for a little bit. And Thrag says, oh, we don't want to kill them. We want to leave them to help repopulate. Right. And that whole thing happens. So as we find out on the next page well, here. the thing is that I thought that... Um, when I saw this, I, I, we've talked about this before. Like, are they really dead or whatnot? Um, I was. This is where I was like, oh shit, he he is dead because they talk about it. They talk about it. They make it clear. He says, "Impressive, mm-hmm. you moved at the last minute, protecting your heart. Yep, a lesson you should have taught your son." Yes. So there it is, everybody. So I love that. There you go. Right. It kind of sucks that they had to spell it out for us, but. 
There it is. They did, though. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. So... So there we go. Bravo to that. So uh, that kind of like left I said, it to where I was 76, like, six. It's his guts. Why would they lay it out like that if he's not actually dead? Oh no, you know he I mean? has to be dead. So well, well, right there we see, you know, he, oh, you protected your heart, and I love seeing. You know, it'll this, take more than that too, and then he cuts him in he half. He basically cuts him in half. I mean, his heart's gone, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's any coming back from this. I don't either. I think that we knew that this was going to happen. Yes, I think that so, it's you know this plus the fact that the letters column starts with you know um, Sean McAwitt saying that in war there are casualties. We're halfway through, uh, and you can expect some more. So I turn the page after this, and it's Invincible looking up, crying, screaming, and I stopped at that page. I put it down and I walked away. Mm-hmm. And I waited like 15 minutes the whole time. I'm thinking like... There's more? They, you thought there was more? I came back, turned the page, and it was the fucking letters column. I was so fucking uh, mad. I was so mad. I had no doubt this is how it was going to end. No, I knew it. I, I, I turned right away after seeing Mark's face expecting the letters column. Uh, so, I don't know. Is this Mark's breaking point? We've talked in the past. You know, oh, yes, and we keep saying Eve, Eve's gonna die and he's gonna snap. Eve's gonna die and he's gonna snap. Is Nolan, is is Nolan yes. the one that can cause him to snap? Yes. I don't think he's snapped for much less than his father dying. Yeah. His this whole series has been about his relationship with his father. Like yeah, you know, from the very beginning. From the very beginning. And that's why I want to talk about Nolan a lot more next episode when we get all five of us together. Like Nolan literally is the beginning of this comic, and so. This whole, like, you tell somebody about what is Invincible about. It's about the son of the world's greatest superhero. Like, I feel like this entire series is Mark's origin. It's not just, like, his story. Like, this is his Uncle Ben dying. <laughs> you know what Uncle I mean? <laughs> this is going to change him. Yeah. This really is going to change his entire character. Yeah. For the last, what, six issues? Mm-hmm. Or five issues? Five no, six. Issues. Six. This, would, this is the halfway point. Six and six. 39, 40, 41, 42, 43. Oh, yeah, you count yeah. 44. That's right. Um, yeah, this yeah, is... Yeah, it's going to change him. That's why I think that moment where he looked at Eve, both in this issue and last issue, was super important. I think that they're just... It's, they're, it's never going to be the same for him after this, and rightfully so. I mean, it's brutal, man. So, is there a chance Nolan isn't dead in your mind? Yes. But it's very small. Yeah. I don't think I'd like it. I, I feel like, don't oh, think I would like thing, it either. And I, I I, it needs to happen. We were expecting it to happen because it should happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Thrag. Now, the last time... When I, I went back to reread issue 76, the last time Mark and Nolan faced off with Thrag and Thrag got stabbed... Do you remember in that issue when it was uh, Alan and Space Racer take off during the fight, and it's just Thrag versus Mark and Nolan, and Mark and Nolan look at each other and they talk to each other saying, "We can't beat him." Yeah. Thrag is tempered. We only have a, man, yeah. a, cer- uh, a matter of time. We have to yes, get away. Yes. Yes. And and Nolan says, you know, I want you to know, whatever happens, I always loved you, mm-hmm. and it was a really good scene. And then Thrag fucks him up and chooses to let them live. Right. Um, who can beat Thrag? Can can he be beat in this universe right now? What will it take? Courage now, virus. Well, here's the thing. 
I was thinking back, and I'm trying to remember what issue. I didn't write it down. Oh, no, I did. Issue 102. All the Viltrumites gang up on him on the moon when they find out that he's not, that, that Nolan is the heir to Argyll. Yeah. And they beat him up, and they beat him. And, and Nolan has to stop them from killing him. Yeah. So, I mean... And, but that was five. I feel five, like he's gotten stronger. Was, since I agree. Then. I agree. And that was five, six Viltrumites, right? Yeah. I don't know. And that was six on one. They've got, he's, Thrag's got an army. There's Ragnars. There's a lot going on. Rex is about to enter the fight. Uh, and you're right. He's probably gotten stronger. So I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to take to bring him down. Um, yep. I don't know. It's crazy, though. Uh, we need to read the next time on. I'm th- sitting here thinking about this, and uh, I think we, I think we need to call Bill for that because Bill always does the next time on. If we must. If we must. All right, let's call Bill. Hello. Hey, Bill, you're on the Invincible Podcast. Oh, hey everyone. <laughs> Bill, in one sentence, what did you think of this issue? Devastating. Okay, bye. All right, that was good. No, you had a whole sentence and you came up with one word. No, it was a good word. You said one word. You said in one word. Oh, did I? I thought I said in one sentence. No, you, he said in one sentence. Devastating yes. and sad. He said one oh, sentence. Oh, man. Uh, we'll hear more about what you thought of it and what Liz thought about it in two weeks. And Brittany. Well, Liz Liz has, has officially read one issue, so she read 133. Oh man, Oliver's funeral. Um, Yeah. So we need you to read the next time on, because you always do the next time on. So uh, the next issue. What's the next issue? What's what's the number? Next issue is one thirty nine. Okay. All right. So the end of all things, part seven. Alliances shifts as the battle rages on. It's the biggest, most brutal, most monumental battle. In invincible history. All right, thanks, Bill. Hey, you got it, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Uh, did you see? Did you see it? The devil deep. of the deep, the, the white, white whale. whale. Wow, man, I haven't seen Page Master in a while. Page Master, uh, so good. Oh, shout out to Twitter on uh, uh on Twitter. Tommy Loudon, uh, he brought up the. Um, he brought up these next issue previews and he was talking about how what was it one of them said uh, I think it's the next issue says uh, Thrag does the unthinkable again mm. Mm. Oh, shit mm-hmm. isn't that terrifying okay. Yeah. if this was the unthinkable and he does this again who's it gonna be it can't be Eve it better not be Eve it's not gonna be Eve it can't be I'm thinking Alan no, dude, that'd be it the has to be Allen versus. We have to get an Allen versus we will. fight, and we will. And That's I like think, a fucking I, Dumbledore I, versus Voldemort, some shit, what man. If, what if, you Al, see what that if shit. it's Allen versus Thrag? Allen Thrag could beat him. On. Thrag wins. No but way. But Thrag is so messed up that Ursul comes on and finishes him off. I'd hate that. Yeah, that he kills Nolan. Up. Invincible has to do the final blow. Yeah, I guess you're right. Unless Invincible is out of commission. No, Invincible has the to be the one. The next cover after oh, this next one, the uh, 139 cover is awesome. Anissa. Um, but then the one after that is the one where it's just Thrag and um, Mark. Yeah. Not to mention we've got Robot coming in. Oh, Robot's on the cover of the next one too. Oh my God, he's coming in the fight. This is going to be so cool. 
Yep. This is getting so intense. Uh, Nothing. We, go for it. Oh, no. It wasn't about the comic, so. No, go for it. I was going to bring up Ryan Otley. We're coming for you. We're going to be driving <laughs> nine hours to come see you at Boston Comic Con from Buffalo because you don't want to come to, you know anywhere near us, so we got to come do, to you. Who would? I don't know. <laughs> we got good chicken wings, though. We do have chicken wings. We have chicken wings. You know, we don't just have chicken wings. We got Salem hot dogs. We got Ted's hot dogs. I was stand. just talking about the hot dogs today. We got today. Loganberry drink. Loganberry is pretty good. We have the, It's not just chicken wings. We've got Buffalo some good stuff has, in Western like, New York. the best food in it America. It really does. That's kind of what we're known for. One of the only things. That and some water falling over so some... So come to, like, know. Niagara Falls Comic Con, Otley. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've got a couple fan letters we want to read. Some fan reactions, if you will. I'm going to kick them off with Jordan Gilbert. Although one of my favorite characters died this issue, I got to say it was phenomenal. From start to finish, I was on the edge of my seat and low-key scared to read this issue. I love the fight scenes from start to finish. I like how we got more of an explanation of Robot's motives last issue. And I'm still on the fence with him, but for now, at least he has good intentions. Shea is going to get real next issue when he shows up. The double-page splash that was on pages 14 and 15 was a nice callback to issue 29 when Mark was helping Nolan fight the three Viltrumites on the Thraxans planet when he was the ruler. We forgot the name of that planet. We could have just looked at your email, Jordan. When I saw that bloody hand in front of Nolan's face, I knew he was going to bite the dust. You guys were right again. Damn you. It was interesting how Thrag gave me more of an insight in how easily he killed Oliver. He hit his heart, and Nolan had moved last second. Makes more sense. The last page of Mark tearing up was heartbreaking. Dude lost his brother and now his dad. By the end of the series, the dude is going to go apeshit crazy. Should have seen this coming from a mile away since he had the heart-to-heart with his dad last issue. I was going to bring that up. heart Oh. Uh, I'm <laughs> scared soon. For, I'm scared for what's to come. Mark will probably retaliate in an unexpected way, leading Thrag to do something even more savage in 140, and something even worse is going to happen in 141. I want to hate Thrag, but he is such a well-written villain, I can't. Rest in peace, Nolan Grayson. As always, sorry if this was a tad bit long. Love always, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. And yeah. He had that. He finally had that moment with Nolan about Anissa. Yeah. Like that like should have been another sure. Moment. Yeah, that should have been another sure sign to get that out in the open. That was the last. If he would have died, because there are so many times that Anissa comes up to him or something happens, and Nolan's like, "What's going on with you two? Yeah. If, if Nolan would have died and we never got that resolution, but we got it. Oh, what's Robot got to think? I just now realize, like, Nolan. Mm. If Nolan's dead, Rex shows up. They're friends. Like, yeah. they made that friendship. They made a point to say, like, Nolan made a point to say he was friends with right. Oh, yeah, they're friends. That's friend. when I they're predicted for sure that they're Rex they, was going to they entire They worked together the entire time that uh, Invincible was away. Yeah. So this is... But oh. I don't think that they're going to make a huge deal about it. About his reaction? About Robot's reaction. Really? Right. Hmm. I think that the, we might see him giving a speech, like, his... his his Nolan's funeral opens up on, Ro- on Rex giving a speech or something Maybe. like that. I... I like, we might not get, like, a full reaction out of Rex, but we will get something, but it's not going to be, like, they're not going to make a big deal about it. Okay. And you've got Yeah, we have uh, another one from Niall. Jeez, oh, Niall. Oh, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> wow. That was intense. Same fight from issue number 29, and in the last corner on the bottom right of the page, you could tell who the victor would be. Oh, that's Absolutely cool fantastic thing. artwork from Otley, as usual. What really threw me off was when Nolan threw a punch at Thrag, and Thrag went into a 
went into it breaking Nolan's fist. Right then and there, I lost hope. I knew this would be the end of him. And then Thrag grips Nolan by the neck, and I thought the next page would just be a hole through Nolan's head. But sure enough, Invincible saves us readers by prolonging the inevitable. I'm really happy that happened because I honestly don't know how I would have reacted if I just saw Nolan's head blown off flying through space like that. I mean, I know Kirkman gives his readers no warnings, but that's some straight George R.R. R. Martin shit <laughs> if that happened. By the way, huge props to Mark. He fought three elite guards out of like 20 during that whole panel. Absolutely have no clue what will happen next issue with Mark. Enraged by his father's death, either he dies or he goes toe-to-toe with Thrag and wins. And I don't see the second one happening. I think Robot will come through with the Scourge virus missile, the Scourge virus missile, and kill everyone in space he finds as a threat. <laughs> oh, it man. is called the end of all things. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's issue 100. What they promised us. The everyone dies. Everyone. Yeah. Um, Niall brought up something during that. Oh, yeah, the when when it looked like he was going to knock Nolan's head off, that would have bothered me so much. There's something about, yeah. like, decapitation that's so much worse than just ripping someone in half. Like, that would have been so unsettling and, like, just almost too disgusting. It, like, even though, obviously, it's super disgusting seeing somebody cut in half, but at the same time, man, that would have been too brutal. Oh, I couldn't yeah. imagine that. Um, yeah. So that does it. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. Again, hey, you can... let's go talk to our friends over at Nerd Chatting. Oh, yeah, of course. Oi. 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 Yeah, uh, Ben and Nate from the Nerds Chatting podcast uh, graced us with their presence uh, a few weeks ago. So that was before this issue came out. So obviously, we're not going to be talking about what happened in this issue. Uh but this was our first international chat. Yeah. It was awesome. We were very tired. Because we were we, super tired. <laughs> we, we had to do it at, what was it, 7 in the morning we recorded this? I think oh, it was man. like 7 in the morning. I think and we it was started noon at there. 7, which means we had, you guys had to wake up at like 6 in the morning to get yeah. over here. Um, but that's all right. Yeah. It was worth it. I mean, it. I'm used to waking up that early. So but we probably we were, sound a little tired. Yeah. And, Definitely um, different tones. The audio might be a little... Different. Different. Uh, but it was a great chat. We had a really good time talking to them. This was all. This also takes place before this new issue came out. So That's what I just said. Oh, did you? Yeah, I said I don't that. listen to you. You really don't. Uh, but go uh, go give uh, Nerds Chatting a follow on Twitter. Go listen to their podcast. They do a weekly show all about... I mean, they're going to talk about it in a second, so you'll hear. But they're really great guys, and you and should go like check Batman, them out. And they're like Batman, so they're cool. They're like Batman? They like Batman. Oh, they do like Batman. Yeah, I thought you said they're like Batman. I was going to say. They're kind of yeah. like Batman. Eh. Aren't we all kind of like Batman? Everybody has a little Batman in them. I am Batman. Shh, don't tell anybody. All right, welcome back. You might know our guests from their daily Invincible cover posts over on Twitter, but we're sitting down with the guys from the Nerds Chatting Podcast. So welcome to the show, Ben and Nate. Hello. 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 I should probably specify, actually. Uh, Ben, welcome to the show. Hello. And Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to tweet something and I'm trying to multitask and it's not working. I'll be I'll be in the room. I'll be in the room. No, 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 it's cool. And then Nate. least professional podcaster on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things that I want to point out before we start. This is the first time we're ever recording with five people, so we're gonna try not to really step on each other's toes. 
So if I step on each other's toes, you mean interrupt each other like I just did? Yes. <laughs> uh, another another important thing is uh, we're actually recording this well in advance to when we're going to release it. So any crazy invincible news that comes out, especially out of San Diego Comic Con, we don't know about. So we're actually recording like four days after 137 came out. Yeah, so, so if we 138 don't even... com- comes out, which I'm sure by this time that you're hearing this probably did happen, we're kind of traveling back in time three, four weeks. That's right. But that's right, because it's worth it. Uh, because we are uh, we're recording really in the, early in the morning because we're recording with you, know, you guys, who you're our first international guests. <laughs> That's, that's cool. That's very, very cool. I that feel honored. That's an honor, right? Yeah, that yeah. feels like an honor. That yeah. feels like an honor. If we can't tell, I mean, you guys are from England, correct? We are from a, from a county called Devon, and we're actually in a little town called Oakhampton at the minute. That means absolutely nothing to I anyone know, listening to this right have, now. They might be interested in some context, you know? Okay, fine. Context, yeah. <laughs> there might be somebody out there. Who knows? Um, yeah. So kind of getting into it a little bit, uh, first off, speaking of, like, England, is there, like, what are the major differences as far as, like, you know, nerd culture? I mean, you guys do a nerd podcast about comics, TV shows, movies, and everything like that. What are the major differences, especially when it comes to, like, getting your comics? Is anything different? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I would say it's, it's, it's a lot more niche here. I mean, it's getting bigger. I mean, things like the, obviously, the massive superhero movies that are out, the DCEU and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously, that's helped. I mean, we, uh, we have work in in exeter which is a city down the road from here and there was one time when it had three comic book stores in it which was huge for us but that's not normal for the uk i would say you know if you if you're looking for a comic book store you you're only going to get ones in the cities and big cities, big cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so we were we were blessed with that really um with the amount we had but generally it's it's a it's a smaller scale thing and our, our listeners aren't necessarily local to us a lot of our listeners are are sort of more national really and they're, they're across the whole of the uk and, and and we've got some obviously we've got some listeners in the yeah. in the states and absolutely. canada as well absolutely right. but what i mean was uh, you know it wasn't just that we were blessed with those three comic book stores here it's yeah they're, they're everywhere so yeah i would say i mean having not been to america many times i've been to new york um i would say it's probably more is it smaller scale here what with everything you know mm-hmm. One thing I would say... Oh, beg your pardon, sorry. Oh, you're good. No, Ben, go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Such manners, yeah. right? <laughs> Pipe down, TJ. I'm talking right now. <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, one thing I would say is that uh, being, in, being in the UK, um, sometimes if there are any delays in comic books for whatever reason, we will feel that delay. So, um, uh, for example, recently, um, Rebirth Batman number 24, or I think it was. There was a slight. De- I think it came out in the states, and then there was a delay for some reason. And I only picked that comic up this week at the same time as number twenty-five came out as well. So I don't know what that delay was. It was a strange thing. But little things like that will, will in the UK, will feel it a little bit more. But it's okay, you know. Also, we couldn't get, we couldn't easily get our hands on the lenticular cover of the button because it had the, the smiley face on the front and there's some kind of... Uh, there's EU law or something. Yeah, there's yeah. some kind of... Um, uh, someone's got the rights to it and you can't have that on a cover, comic book cover in the UK or something weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Hey, but I, I don't care because I get my comics digitally, so, you know. And there you <laughs> well, go. Okay. <laughs> I always get chastised for that, but I get to read the shit, so... 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And the storage space is the thing for me. Like, there was a time mm. where I was getting, you know, stacks and stacks and stacks of stuff. And I was like, well, I, I cannot keep this in the house. I cannot do it. I have to I have to cut down. And so this, digitally it is. Yeah, I've mm. cut down on a lot. I mean, I mostly just get hard copies of, you know, obviously Invincible and a few Kirkman titles. Then major issues, like I really want to get, like, issue one of something or so on. And then just to try it out. And then I'll keep picking it up digitally. Yeah, I really just get Invincible and all things Batman. <laughs> nice. Which good, is like 18,000 18, uh, comics. It's yeah. still a lot. It's still a lot. And Saga. I, oh, yeah, and Saga. Ooh, oh, Saga. yeah. Um, you, which one of you guys started reading Invincible first? Because one of you told somebody else to write. So, Nate, you were reading, and then you told oh, yeah. Ben. So yeah, exactly. What, I, I, started, uh, I started reading. I I read it, read it uh, a few years back now. I mean, this, this seems to be the same. This sort of the the pattern of our relationship is that I'll like dive headfirst into a comic book series and read like a hundred issues, and just come to Ben and go, Ben, why are you not reading this? You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm reading Batman. <laughs> yeah. So um, Nate started reading first, and you went on at me for about six months, yeah. maybe longer, to just say, yeah. look, just. I know you like The Walking Dead. Just just pick this comic book up and read it, and I promise you you'll like it. I was like, yeah, I will. I'll get to it. I've got so much going on. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So I picked up um, – I, I think I just went went straight in and bought the first compendium. Yeah, I think you I think that's what I did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'll give – if I'm going to go for this, I'll give it a good solid try with, the, with a lot of issues and see how it goes. And then literally I just like, oh, my God, flipped through that, in, inhaled that, went out and bought the second compendium – then I got trades, yeah. and then I got single issues, and I, I caught up as quickly as I could. But it's, it, I think it's a comic book that, whilst you can obviously anyone can read it single issue and really enjoy it, I think um, it's definitely worth when it finishes going back and doing the whole thing again, and you get so much from it, it's unbelievable. If you've got time, of course, you know, like, if you've got time. I want to say, guys. Oh, sorry, Bill. No. I was going to say, the reason I started reading it was I had sort of got to a lull in comics um, in sort of what, what was new and interesting to me. So I went back and tried to find some stuff. And I was reading Mark Wade's Irredeemable. I know you guys have read that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and then he did a spin-off, which was Incorruptible. Um, and my, my, I don't know, anyone that listens to the show will know that my real passion is Superman. And so Irredeemable is like a, it's a twist on that. It's a, it's a little bit of a Mark Miller type what if. And the idea is, what if Superman was a bad guy or turned to a bad guy? Um, and then sort of spinning out of that, I was like, well, I, I need more of this. I need to know. I want some more examples. And so Invincible has that. Those first six issues is almost got that what if of Invincible, you know, that what if the DC universe or the Marvel universe looked a certain different way. And that's kind of why I got into it and tried it that way. And, and then obviously the you know the changes are far and wide, but um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where it came from. Do you, do you guys uh, read Walking Dead? And did you read? I think you do. You do read Walking Dead, right? I read Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. So Nate, you although I have read the first forty-five issues of it, but I haven't read any more. So. so you actually started Invincible not with like most people that we that we have on like fan spotlights and stuff talk to us about how they started reading Walking Dead and got to know Robert Kirkman's writing and then reached out to Invincible. So that's kind of cool that you you just picked up Invincible right from the start, not knowing anything about Robert Kirkman, and then just started from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously I'd heard his name because he's like one of the, um, 
you know, one of those guys that split off and did their own thing. And, uh, and yeah, he's like obviously a massive famous name, but, but yeah, I hadn't been into walking dead. Um, my, my heart is always in superhero comics. So I was like, you know, give me some more of that. Like, who is this dude that's invincible? What, what is going on here? What is, what is this? So, yeah. Yeah. It was always the writing. I think the writing was what really got us in. I mean, obviously we did find it through the walking dead as well, but what really stuck was like, this is something different. You know, this is like characters are dying. Things mm-hmm. are changing in ways that it's not a normal comic. And you know that Nate, you were just saying it's you were reading like Superman and and how it was. Was it the Soviet one where like he landed in? Is oh no, not Red Sun. No. Okay. That's that's so that yeah, you're you're right that that's Mark Miller doing uh, a What If Superman story okay. uh, where What If Superman was a bad guy. But it's uh, Mark Way did a whole run called it Irredeemable about a character called the Plutonian who basically has the same powers as Superman and um, he loses his mind. Yeah, one of his yeah, like he uh, he's 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 you know he's a reporter just like Clark Kent and um, he's in love with this woman that's a bit like Lois and he one day turns around and goes oh look. Let's call her Lois. I can't remember her name. He turns around and says, "Oh, look, I'm actually yeah, yeah." He turns around and says, oh, "I'm actually the Plutonian, and I'm in love with you." And she's like, "You've been lying to me for the last ten years. I don't trust you at all. You're a monster. Get away from me!" And he like loses it and goes, "Oh my god, what?" And then just turns into a bad guy and starts just destroying cities and things. So there's uh, there's the parallels with um, with Nolan obviously being you know Superman. <laughs> I did air quotes. People can't see that I'm doing air quotes. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I want to, oh, sorry. I just one more thing I want to say. I'm so sorry. We keep talking over each other. So rude. I know. It's so so rude. rude. Well, you're talking about the writing and the, and the depth of the characters. Uh, I want to talk about one three. What are we on? Which is this year's series? One three seven. One, which yeah. One three seven. This discussion is going to end up going up on the one thirty eight. We'll talk a little bit about one thirty seven. Sure. Sure. So this uh, we we've just read one thirty seven, and um, Ben and I recorded a podcast on Thursday this week, and you you'd read it and I hadn't. And I said, oh, what was it like? And you said, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit of setup for stuff coming on. I was like, okay, fair enough. It, but, yeah. but it was it was great. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 your expression was right. It was, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, whatever. There was, it was all set up. But, but I read it then, and I was like, yeah, but that's what I love about it. Yeah. It, for me, it, it gave me all this character depth and all this story, and it did it in, like, six panels, and it was great. It was just that's why I love Invincible, because it's, it's so rich with characters emperor robot as well playing the long game in the final uh, final two pages <laughs> love it love that guy i mean also with 136 we we just got like a ridiculous fight issue sure so and, and that's something it was they, satisfying that i brought up on our 137 discussion which is it this 137 felt like old invincible where it's several points of view it's several storylines going on you're seeing multiple characters and we're seeing you know classic villains coming back and even if it's just small little things those little things and that universe i mean they even had a spin-off series called invincible universe because it's so mm. deep and rich i feel like that kind of came back in 137 and that had been missing for a long time you know it's been very much Mark's point of view or a little bit of Thrag's point of view for the last six to eight, maybe even more issues. And it was nice to mm. back to <clears throat> back to Earth and, you know, see more of those characters. So I'm hoping, yeah. That, yeah. I'm hoping that uh that keeps going in one thirty uh one thirty eight. Eight. Yeah. Isn't it weird how it seems like the the series has actually cause I was worried and we talked about it. I don't know if you guys listen avidly or not, but we had talked about how 
it's gonna feel rushed. You know what I mean? And and I feel, oh, like, yeah. I feel like the first I feel like the first couple issues did kind of feel a little rushed of this new arc like, where it like, just like uh, Oliver and the wedding and like, yeah the oh. wedding and back and back and back and back like it felt very rushed. But yes, one hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent agree. The first issue of of the end of all things felt almost like a montage issue. Yeah. You know, they were putting in so many things just to get them to a certain point. where like, right now we're gonna go for it, and it was just like oh. I wish they'd spread that out over six issues, maybe, and then gone into that. Yeah. The end of all things. That's what I said in when I um I emailed yeah. into you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it I felt. Emailed in. Oh, it's so it felt. It feels almost as if they're slowing down in the middle of of this arc, which is surprising. Is, yeah. Which is, but I but I love like well, because like they, we were reading yeah. one thirty seven. You're saying they're taking like like Nate, you said they they did all this stuff, but one panel per story, but it didn't feel rushed. It no. was perfect. Tara was in it. Tara and Debbie yeah. were in it for one, for two panels, and it was amazing. But that's all you needed, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they're taking, they're taking like their time to to set it up, as you said. But it doesn't feel like setup. It feels like perfect Invincible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hope that this this pace, because we still got a lot left. Well, with, with as much point, as we've we are gotten. halfway. When this episode goes live, we are officially halfway through the end. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I, guys, do you, I, like, it doesn't really occur to me because it's just happened so naturally. But the the Viltrumites that are on Earth, like we really care about them now, and they were the bad guys for so long. Yep. Uh, and and e- even like, even Anissa, who is a rapist, suddenly you're like, oh my god, you actually have a you have a vested interest in her because. She's got a kid with Mark, yeah. who's just been picked up by Emperor Robot. It's like, oh my God, Mark's going to lose his mind when he finds out about this. Yeah, yeah we just talked about that on the new episode. My, I, I really didn't care for the whole um, rape issue, and I know that it's no, no, oh, no that was really like that it. was harsh. Um, no, but I mean, we talked on the the new issue episode of 137 about uh, I. I mean, I never really liked Anessa. You're not supposed to, but I didn't like her even beyond that, like, more than I'm not supposed I just don't really never like the character. But I'm starting yeah. to like her now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because we, you actually said verbatim, Ryan, should we like Anissa right now or is it okay to like Anissa mm-hmm. after everything that had happened? And I think, again, that's just, like, a testament to the writing. And that's that was only, like, what, four panels that she was in? And yeah. we all of a sudden like her. We're like, yeah. oh, yeah. well, like okay. Sudden, oh, we're okay with her all of a sudden. Now, one thing that I, we didn't bring up in our 137 discussion that I think is pretty important is Lucan, the one who, not, you know, uh, speaking of Invincibles or Vultramates who were once bad, he was the one that attacked um, Mark on the, you know, the planet where... Uh, Thraxa. Thraxa, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's he's been in this forever. And now all of a sudden... Yes. yes. <laughs> and Bruce Almighty and all these other things. <laughs> Lucan, Lucan, yeah, yeah. Lucan, uh, he's got a son, and I love the conversation where he, you know, his son says, you know, okay, next time I'll just let them hit me until they break their hand. Uh, Lucan's son has powers. Yeah. Uh, so is Mark an anomaly? Was Mark a late bloomer? Well, no, but what, um, okay. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I think he must have been. Um Oh, no, yeah, that is right. I was just going to say that Oliver had powers early as well, didn't he? But Oliver was a Viltrumite and a, and a Thraxon. So, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That, that's, not, that's not something I should bring up right now. Um, yeah, he must have been an anomaly, I guess. But is, is Mark stronger than most? 
Well, there's this whole thing where Eve sort of put him back together again, didn't she, with her powers, and yeah, she made sure. him a bit stronger. Sure, sure, sure. A bit stronger. I'm doing air quotes again. Yeah. But who knows actually how much stronger. And, of course, he did struggle to put down that Viltrumite Thraxen offspring of, um, of Thrax a couple of issues back. So I don't know if he's stronger, stronger, or just a little bit stronger and just out of practice. Mm. I don't know. In, in 136, they were taking out some some people pretty easily. I mean, they, they took yeah. out yes. millions yes. of people. Well, I think Mark is stronger than your basic Viltrumite because I, he he's had more practice. There was the one, what was it, before issue 50? Or no, it was before issue 100 happened. Wait, when when does... The the right the white room happened. What issue was that? Was that fifty? Fifty. Yeah, okay. The big thing with Cecil was 50. where where he was like Almost. working out and he had that huge like hydraulic press and stuff like that that he was like you yeah. know so he's he's strengthened himself up quite a bit and he could stand yeah. his own and I think the reason why he was having some trouble with Anin and Ursul was because he was distracted. He was letting Anin kind of you know because he was trying to get to Eve the whole time and protect her. Mm. Yeah, and protect Terra. So, yeah. but, I mean. Do these invincible kids have powers? Like, they will. I mean, because Lucan's son already does, and he's pretty young. Does, uh, I mean, will Marky have powers? Because, I mean, Marky's roughly the same age as Terra, isn't he? I don't even know if it's, like, necessarily an anomaly thing. Like, some people get it early, some people don't, I right. think, probably. Some, you, you went was, through... you Mark was 16. But, yeah, I mean, you're just now going through puberty. You know what I mean? I went through puberty <laughs> at, like, a normal age. Yes, like, at that the age is of, true. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. 45 is late for puberty. Last year was a big year for me. I got married, I hit puberty. It was, it was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's, I think it's you know, essentially kind of comparable to that you yeah. know what i mean like it's just oh no i definitely be, yeah. agree it's just i think the the age gap between someone like luke and son and tara is pretty huge compared to mark when he got his mm-hmm. and it's interesting because now robots taken all these kids and you know as of you know we might know what happened when you're listening to this but yeah. i mean do any of these kids have powers i mean we know luke and son does so that's another interesting fact what do you guys think Ah, well, I think they definitely have powers. I also think that Terra is going to be the most powerful being in the universe because she's going to have the combination of Viltrumite powers and Eve's atom-shifting powers as well. So she's going to be... I think she might turn out to be um, the saviour of everyone because she'll somehow get herself to Earth and she'll save everyone from Thrag. I don't know, though. I'm speculating wildly. Terra's the key, um, and the fact that she's named after Earth... Is important and uh, yeah, agree. And they're going back to Earth. There's there's something there, and the fact that Eve's powers are they're they're linked in some way to that. I don't know. There's something about that. Terror is the key. The kids are they important? I don't know. Or is that is it just well? The is fact it that, just showing that they're in, they're integrating the fact that Marky uh, and this is kid that she had with Mark has just been taken by robot. That's going to come into it because Anissa's going to, when she finds out about that, she's going to go to Mark and say, look, our son has been kidnapped. Mark's going to completely lose his shit. And probably the plan that they had is going to go out the window because Mark's probably going to rush head in to try and save his kid that he didn't even know he had. I agree with what you were saying earlier about not not liking the rape storyline and that stuff. That, I agree. It didn't. Oh, that, yeah. that, that was terrible. It didn't sit well with me. Um, but what, what I did think coming out of that was good was that Mark was honest about it with everyone. I hate I hate it in comics or in or any medium, a TV and movie, when people are like, this horrible thing happened, but I'm not going to tell you because... 
reasons. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no reason you can come up with. Yeah. It's like it's, it's it, when, when he then told um, Eve and then he's just told his father and stuff. I, I was like, yes, he would. He would show that he's upset about it because he, because in this world, in this brilliant comic that we read, these are normal, rounded human beings or creatures. Yeah. And they, they do have those emotions. They would express those emotions. It's He wouldn't just go like, oh, shh, didn't happen. Yeah, they wouldn't keep it all in because they have to be strong and heroic. Yeah, no. No, they wouldn't that's, do that. And, that. and that's what I did enjoy coming out of that, 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 that they showed him as a, as a fully rounded person. Well, that, again, is Kirkman's writing. The guy is a twisted genius, and he just writes from the heart. He writes things that a human goes through and, and in this situation would probably actually react in that sort of way. Mm. I love the guy. I can't believe he's finishing this comic. What is going on? I know. Did you have something? <laughs> oh, yeah. I Just going back to what we were saying about the um, whether the kids will have powers or not, I, I don't see, like, in the next issue, Robot has these children. I don't see it not being some kind of an issue with him. I think that they're going to have powers. Like, there's still going to be story progression. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to fight back a little bit, and they, you know, they're... I so. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to stand a chance against no, Robot. No. Like, we were talking before uh, on the, the new issue of 137 about how, you know, Robot is smart enough, and he's had six years. He knows that the Vulturemites are all over Earth. He has a plan to take down Vulturemites. Yeah. 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 He does. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, he has a weakness, doesn't he? Which is their inner ear. Once that inner ear balance gets messed with, they're incapacitated almost, aren't they? So, and all of his robot drones, those big hulking sort of uh, dark grey, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're all they're all equipped with that um, that Vulturite anti ear ray. I know, I know you guys have got like some encyclopedic knowledge of Invincible. It's, it's incredible when I when I've listened to you guys. I'm like, what? And uh, but like sitting here talking to you just makes me just. I'm sort of I'm listening to everyone. I am. I'm not zoning out, but I'm also in the back of my head going, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. Like loads <laughs> oh, yeah. of stuff. Like is it is it devil dinosaur is that what he was called no it was no what was he dinosaurus dinosaurus sorry dinosaurus yeah like all that storyline with him and las vegas and oh, yeah. and oh man i'm going back on my head like some well, great stuff this is this is a question i was going to ask you guys um i haven't listened to your um 137 um issue yet obviously by the time that people are hearing this i would have heard it um <laughs> unacceptable what what is your what is your favorite sort of um arc of all the invincible arcs yeah. that we've had so Good far question, yeah because I'll, I've been right. thinking about this. I'll go first. Obviously, my... I mean, I don't know how much of us you've listened to. My favorite villain of all time is Angstrom Levy. So, cool. like, around, like, the 132 uh, to 135-ish issues. Uh, like, my favorite single issue of Invincible, I actually have a, an original art page from it, is when Angstrom is um, throwing Mark through all the different dimensions... Oh, oh yes. yes, that's yes. amazing story. That's, yeah, and that's just insane. Like him coming home and finding, um, you know, Angstrom w- sitting with Debbie and and Oliver, and it was that was just an insane story arc. That's probably my favorite. Okay, right. I feel like you have to. Say I feel it. like it has to be Conquest. Yeah, I feel like it has to be Conquest for several reasons. Um, that's kind of, but again, that's kind of like saying Mark is your favorite character. Or Shawshank is your favorite movie. Eh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Oh, nice. It just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of has to be. It had everything. Um, so special shout outs to issue 59. I love Powerplex. I love the writing in that issue. Any issue to me that really changes the pace and feels different 
um, I forgot which issue number it is. It's Mark and Eve on the cover, but it's the one where they do the 16 panel pages throughout the entire issue. I love the feel of that issue. Um, mm -hmm. You guys just did uh, on your, during your um, uh, uh, Daily Invincible cover on Twitter, you guys posted the Africa storyline, and I thought about the Africa arc, which again kind of ties into the Angstrom arc. Just the fact mm -hmm. that he goes to Africa, everything about that storyline, the reason why Eve is there, you know, it's such a a different superhero storyline. It's like, hey, I'm going to go do something, you know, real and meaningful with these powers, something that I think that, you know, actually yeah. can make a real change. Uh, Mark, and that, the whole love triangle, bringing Amber there, the way Eve reacts to Amber being there. Oh, so the uncomfortable. Way, right, it's so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark and Eve sitting on the rooftop talking about how people without powers will never understand him. And that's obviously the foreshadowing of their relationship. Mark getting the call. I mean, remember Mark flying and um, Amber. Amber not being able to breathe? Like, and then obviously getting the call and going to Angstrom. But, and then obviously the return to Africa and kissing Eve. Like, there's so much, like, of the little things about Invincible, but... If I had to pick one arc, I think it has to be Conquest. And shout out to Reboot. I loved Reboot. I know people, Reboot was some people awesome. don't really care mm -hmm. for it, but I it felt... Like, so uh, I loved Reboot. Yeah, Reboot was great. I, I was like, it excited me. I was like, oh, this is different. Like, it's a cool version of it. Like, yeah. why, yeah. what are we going to do, you know? Do you know what the guys call the, 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 the weird light thing, the spaghetti monster? No. Spaghetti monster, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys? Spaghetti monster. Yeah. Love that. That's spot on, man. Yeah. Before... before Bill, oh, before I, mm -hmm. uh, he, Ryan got a shout out. I want a shout out too. Okay, shit. The Invincible War, I feel like, doesn't is very underrated. How am I gonna pick a th when you guys are <laughs> listing everything and be like, oh, one of those? <laughs> Angstrom Levy was a big part of that too, and just seeing all the different Invincibles from all the different dimensions, I thought was awesome. And the death of Rex Blode, and then it read it, it went right into Conquest. It led right into Conquest. Yeah, I love the Invincible War too. All right, so I love when they take. Because Kirkman flips everything upside down and makes you, you know, question comics and assess stuff like that. But when they take a ridiculous character and make it someone who you love for real reasons, like Battle Beast. Why does everybody oh. love Battle Beast, right? Yeah, it's great. Like, he's ridiculous, His but you still fucking just love him. Lion guy. Right? Yeah, guy? he's just yeah. a lion guy. Dinosaurus. He's a giant yeah. dinosaur, but he's amazing but, though. Dude, yeah. I love the dinosaurus arc, and I love. Everything, everything, like where he smashes Mark's head, like their whole plan, and then, and then when he goes on the ship, comes back and fucking rescues Mark and fights Thrag, and remember he just gets annihilated, like he fucking slices Thrag and his fingers oh, break, sure. and, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He and he's still, and he was still gurgling. He's like, "That's all part of the plan," and then he just, <laughs> the ship starts blowing up, and he and he t rescues Mark, just all of that, and then him sacrificing himself knowing that he's never going to stop and he's done the good that he wants to do and this is yeah. coming from a giant dinosaur creature yeah it's elevated the the appearance of this dinosaur like he's a character yeah and that, that's again, insane that I, I remember the cover with mark having the, oh, the big metal leg brace and he's fighting some dinosaur creature you were like this is gonna be stupid he's fighting a dinosaur <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember you, didn't you not like, like dinosaurs or you didn't think you were going to cause it just looked dumb? Uh, well, I know we're all talking about how awesome dinosaurus was, but I, I will admit, I don't, I didn't really care for dinosaurs as, yeah. as much, but I don't remember saying that about. You did. And not looking cool. You did. Yeah. <laughs> graphic memory. Uh, Bruce Almighty was filmed in Buffalo. You have the worst and, uh, yeah. memory I've ever had out of anybody I've ever known. But no, I didn't care for dinosaurs as much. I thought it was all right. Um, what, 
Just all right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you guys go. What do you think? Um, I, I really love the uh, the story, the the, the arc where um, Robot and um, I'm going to get all the names wrong. Monster Girl. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, when they're trapped in the Amanda. in the other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the what's the place where they're trapped? Um, that oh gosh, that's with the uh, that's the Flaxon dimension. Flaxon, yeah, yeah. That, that whole it. thing where like they come back and uh, I was saying earlier, I said I don't like characters keeping secrets, but where they keep the secret of the the fact that they've been there for like all this time and they've gone through. Was, this... it, was it a thousand years they were there or something like that? It was crazy, seven, wasn't it? Seven seven hundred years, wasn't it? Seven hundred years. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and all that stuff. That was great. I really liked that. That was kind of yeah. a cool uh, arc, too, because um, Ryan Otley and Corey Walker were going back and forth between pages on the same issue. I thought that was really and much kind better, of a unique thing. And much better reading it in its completed form. Yeah. It goes, it, it flows a lot easier. In it. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, um, okay. go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Go. Oh, I, I was going to say that my, my favorite arc is, I have to say, that the when Conquest shows up as well, that's when, really, for me, even though all this bad stuff had happened previously, you know, and, and really horrible stuff, you know, stuff with Nolan and, you know, all this kind of thing, when Conquest showed up and you got an idea of how cruel the Vulturites actually really were at their core when they wanted to do something... And they wanted to take over a planet and they wanted to, uh, you know, force their will and, and make Mark to sort of get in line or he was going to die. And they would do anything to do what they wanted to do. I just thought suddenly, my God, this is the comic for me. You know, and I, and I, I was already loving everything that had happened before, but it was that point for me. And I love Conquest as well. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest regrets I have that he was killed off because I think he's an incredible character because he's, he's a sadist and he's a, he's a, a disgraceful, um, uh, not human being, Viltrumite, but he is just so, so effective at what he does. He's, he's a blunt instrument, basically. He's used to throw at someone to get that planet in line, to, to wipe those people out. That's what Conquest is used for. And the fact that in, in that little arc, he says, I so very rarely get the, the opportunity to cut loose, but this has been great. Thank you very much. It's just like, oh, my God, this guy will do anything to win. I love it. And the fact that Mark defeats him, Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So, I just love it. So you may have just answered my next question, but uh, okay. just in case, I always have <laughs> to ask, um, who are your your favorite characters out of the entire series? Oh, man, there's so many. It could be, it, like, Ryan's favorite character is Powerplex. Like, it could be something... I mean, obviously there's Invincible and Conquest. Right, like, right. Ones, but what's one that's, like, close to I'm you? just saying it can be anybody. Okay. Um, well, I always like the bad guys, so kind of Nolan's kind of, I know he's not a good guy now, but like when he like turns, I really like that. I really, I was like, the bad guys are the best people to love because mm. they get to do all the fun stuff in all mediums. I find like good guys, yeah, you know, okay, you root for the good guy, yay, woo, you won. But like bad guys get to really let loose and be really cool and like, you know, cackle and stuff. It's fun. It's real fun. So I like the bad guys. I would say Nolan when he turned bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that is good. That is good, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, I do like... I love Conquest. I really like the fact that Battle Beast is just... Exists because yeah. he wants to kill people. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do have... I do have... And this is this is bad, especially with what happened in 137, and we don't know what's going to happen in 138, but I do have a little bit of a soft spot for Robot. Nah. Because... Jerk. He's a jerk. I know he's a jerk. <laughs> but he... he 
well, you think, from everything you've seen so far, he wants to do good. And bearing in mind that he was this sort of um, uh, crippled, weird sort of baby living in a living in like a massive incubator he was, jar. He was thing. Luke Skywalker in the back to tank. He was Luke Skywalker in the back to tank, yeah. But then he, you know, he sort of in honor of Rex Blode, he he sort of duplicated him and and sort of oh duplicate, nice. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 very good. That was completely unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I, I think if I had to choose one of those three, uh, pure, I'd probably just go with Conquest purely because he's just badass. There you go. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Easy. Yeah. Uh, What's it? What was I just about to say? I was about to say something about Robot. You mentioned Robot coming through. Yeah, he's just had an amazing story arc from everything. Oh, one of my favorite things about Robot is his relationship with Amanda, Monster Girl. Their entire thing from childhood to living with each other for over a thousand years longer than any other relationship has ever existed. Like, that whole dynamic, and then we currently still don't know their status. I mean, that whole relationship is amazing. Yeah, agreed. Nate, I feel like you can pull off a Mark Grayson. Maybe it's the hair. What? Maybe it's the hair. The <laughs> hair. Or the physique. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. The camera, it makes it look very different. I've got and, ben, you, and Ben, you can actually pull off Conquest, too. Alien the Alien. <laughs> oh, really? I think I'm more, I'm, I'm more of a Cecil, I think, to be perfectly honest with you. Old, old and a bit middle-aged spread. There you go. Cecil, I never say Cecil. I say Cecil. But I don't know really? why. Why? I don't know. Is that, is that wrong? English way of saying it. I think I'm wrong. I think I think it's just wrong. That's, That's what right. it is. We, we, what's, what's even worse than that is uh, we we always say Voltramite instead of yeah. Viltramite. I've been people, getting better at catching People myself. call us on it all the time. Yeah. So you like put like a U in it or something? No, we just say Viltramite. Yeah. yeah. We Voltramite. Say Voltramite. It's yeah. a bastardization. It's Which awful. is weird because we've all done it from the start. Like yeah. we've never. And I think because like. early on when we started reading it, we would talk to each other and then one of us said it and we just kind of kept saying it and it ruined us. Yeah. So now I always stutter every time. I'm like, it's like it's like when you train yourself to not say bagel anymore, and you're like, bagel. It's not bagel. It's bagel. Vilt, viltramite. Yes, exactly. Viltramite. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to start wrapping up. Um, before we go, if there's anything quickly, just like off the top of your head, it could be no matter how small, just a little thing that you want to see before the very end. Like, what's something that like. You want resolution on? There's that character you want to see one more time. Anything like that? I'm gonna to go to work, guys. It was great meeting okay, you. Okay, okay, right, finish up. Take as much time as you need. Take care. Bye, Bill. Bye. Thanks. Uh, what do I want to see? Um, I don't want to see this, but I think a lot of people have got to die. I don't think anyone's gonna make it through that you really want. I think there's gonna be. I, I think it's going to be a whole that. Game of Thrones situation, you know, where just so many people so many people are just going to be wiped out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to see that. Um, I don't know, Ben, what do you want to see? Um, I I think, like I said earlier on, I, I want to see what's going to happen with Terra because I do think yeah. Terra is very important. So I, I want to see, I want some kind of uh, positive affirmation about that. Um, I definitely want to see an end to Thrag. Yeah, I want thrag. to see Thrag ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. He needs to go. Completely. I mean, yeah. do, you guys, do you guys think it'll happen sooner than later i mean we've talked a little bit about how there's still the looming threat of robot maybe i mean yeah i see what you're saying uh maybe it'll be robot and thrag that kill each other maybe actually it won't even be uh the other guys maybe i'm interested to see how those two paths cross actually the whole robot yeah. and thrag. Uh-huh. So. yeah 
I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm excited for, I, I agree, I'm excited for the Terra revelation, whatever happens with that. I mean, I can't imagine she's going to be stuck on uh, the Coalition. Uh, no, yeah, she'll be she'll be a bigger part of it for sure. Yeah. Do you think she'll suddenly age up? Do you reckon something will happen? Like she'll have Eve powers and she'll suddenly become a teenager or something? Or Terra from the future will come back? Maybe. Mm. Oh, man, didn't think of that. One storyline... Yeah, spaghetti monster. That's what I was gonna say, though. I, I want some kind of resolution with that, like the threat that the spaghetti monster said that you know yeah. you have doomed us all. You know. Yeah. Why? Yes. Yes. Um, because I think maybe the whole universe will end. Maybe that's it. Maybe something will reboot, like a proper reboot. Maybe it'll all just like Big Bang again. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. It was all a dream. Someone actually <laughs> wrote in. I forgot their name, but they wrote into us and said that. Uh, perhaps something like along those lines will happen, and it will kind of restart, and Mark will wake up in the bathroom reading the comic book again, kind of like how reboot started. And it's like, it kind of keeps going in a cyclical kind of motion, but I don't know. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But I could see that happening. I mean, you think like they've just, uh, obviously just greenlit the movie they're doing, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if the next iteration of this story, the Canon iteration of the story was the movie. Yeah. Very uh, dark tower esque. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The same thing with dark tower where this is just oh, kind of like another continuation, continuation of the same. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek reboot did something similar as well. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. I think we're going to cut it off there. Thank you guys okay. so much for uh, coming and chatting with us. I mean, again, if you guys want to talk a little bit about nerds chatting, I mean, uh, Feel free. Yeah, we probably should. We probably should plug it a little bit. Should we plug our podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, as we said at the top, uh, we're nerds chatting. Um, we talk about movies, TVs, and comic book TVs. TVs, just TVs. We just, just, say, just TV hey, sets. Look at TV, yeah, TV, yeah, TV sets. Uh, the new 4K <laughs> came out. Uh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so uh, yeah, we're nerds. Our, our whole thing is that we're idiots, and most of what we say is completely wrong. And yeah, uh, we like, stand by it still, anyway. Yeah, yeah. and what we love is uh, people to get in touch with us. And and uh, and tell us we're wrong and have a conversation. That's the whole point about it being nerds chatting. Although we're nerds chatting, we also want to chat with nerds. So that's that's kind of the plug, really. I would say find us on all the. Ben, where would they find us? Social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's just slash nerds chatting. They'll yeah. find us. Yeah. And thank you so much, guys, for having us on. It's really really been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to see you guys. Yeah, this has been great, and you guys have been awesome on Twitter. You guys, like like you said, you're all about communication and chatting with other nerds and everything. And you guys have built a really fun engaging community and uh uh especially now that you know you guys are doing daily invincible covers everybody should definitely go give you guys a follow and check you guys out oh yeah that's um that's hashtag daily invincible cover by the way if anyone's listening <laughs> it will still be going hopefully yeah yeah, yeah. Right. okay so right. all right thanks guys bye thanks man thanks, nice thanks. thanks. Bye. bye later and we're back Oi! And uh, thanks again, uh, Ben and Nate, for joining us for our little chat about Invincible. Remember, if you want to hear your their thoughts on this latest issue, they're probably going to talk about it. They talk sure about they Invincible will. every now and then. You should uh, go check them out. And they post daily uh, yeah. Invincible covers. We, well, we talk about that on the on the interview. But yes, they uh, they are doing the daily Invincible cover, which I retweet, and you know, you, I'm sure you've guys seen it. Uh, so yeah, go give go check them out. Also, don't forget. In two weeks, we're having the end is near episode. We are going to be sitting down 
for the first time ever. Bill, Liz, Brittany, five people. Way too many people for a podcast. But it's it's going to be hot in here. It's going to be so hot in here. We might have to do it somewhere else. We might be naked. (laughs) You won't know. (laughs) You won't know. You're not going to know. But it's going to be a blast. And if you have any questions. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it is. If you have any questions for Liz and Brittany, now that they are officially caught up, they are one of us, uh, send them in. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to uh, also contribute to our Nolan discussion, we're going to be talking about Nolan a lot. Uh, the fact that he's been it from the in it from the beginning. What are some of your favorite moments? Was it the fight in issue twenty nine? Was it when he killed the guardians? Was it you know him flying through a planet in issue seventy five? Write us in. Tell us all about it. Uh, remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. All that good stuff. Uh, that about does it. Thank you all for listening. TJ, thank you for joining. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bill, uh-huh. thank you for your contribution. We didn't mention that Bill was on that uh, interview, so randomly Bill's in the interview <laughs> uh, with Nerds Chatting. But didn't that, we? No, we didn't say that he was going to magically appear, but he did. I said it. I was like, it Bill's did on you? my team. And you were like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I don't listen to you for either. <laughs> All right, and that does it. Thanks again for joining us. Bye. Okay, bye. Swimmingly without you. Swimmingly. Oh, I bet, because TJ could just... There's no one to interrupt.